0: The Red Room Theater, Episode 72, Beautiful Girls. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host Ernesto Alanese. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. We oh, raised this right, raised this wrong. And today we talk about the movie Beautiful Girls and how it taught us how to make decisions and taught us the Winnie the Pooh principle. So we'll get to all that in a little bit. Let's go right into the movie. Now we would try, we would toy with the podcast every month. We toy with things, toy with our format, figure things out, try to add things, take things away. And we were putting in for a while what we're watching currently in our life. We decided to put that out on, like a, on, a, on a mid-month Facebook kind of thing. So that's why it's not here at the beginning of this podcast. Look on our Patreon page or on Facebook, you'll see those live Facebook events mid-month once in a while. So that's we're not going to talk about what we're watching. No, we're going to say that for a few weeks from now. So, okay, because I got a crazy ass one. I just do. Well, here's the main reason we're doing this, Tony because okay. people listen to these all like throughout history. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so let's, I realized what I did is so we have, I've been advertising like um, on, on Facebook and stuff. So City Slickers was this. A- I, 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 I promoted it. People were like, oh, City Slickers, I love this episode. I love that movie. They jump in. We don't get to the movie. But- I love that bit. <laughs> We'll get to the movie for like 30 minutes. I'm like, well, where's City Slickers at? So I thought we had to be more more, like, more direct for all these newbies coming in. You know okay. what I'm saying? We'll still talk our trash, but we'll oh, get yeah. to the stuff what? quicker. Um, so today the movie is called Beautiful Girls. This is a movie nobody's seen. Right, Tone? Anybody that I've talked to has not seen it, which it, is crazy to me. So we're saying to you now, when did we watch this? Man, you introduced me to this movie. Right, um, this movie. This dropped. was one of your ho- you and your crew's movies. Right, this movie dropped February 9th, nineteen ninety six. Okay, so I mean, ninety six. I'm sixteen. No, I'm fifteen when this movie dropped. It's early in the year. Yeah,
1: 15, yeah, yeah, year, yep, 14. I'm fourteen. I probably
0: watched it a year later because you gotta understand this is how we wa- this is how we rolled back. We're we in in, were both in high school, yeah. Before Netflix or before before Netflix and Hulu. Video and, giant, dude. I would ride my bike home from all those carry out. Video Giant, Monday through Thursday, was two-for-one rentals. That's right. I'd stop by Video Giant, grab two movies, VHS style, right on home, we'd watch. And, dude, back in the day, in the video short days... You know what? You know, dude, before Video Giant, we used to go to Meyer Video. Straight up? I used to holler at some girl over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bleep that out, yo. <laughs> 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 um, but, um. She had another friend. Dude, the manager hated us up there though. So it's going on. Just we couldn't hang out with the employees and managers. What are you doing up here, you punk kids? But we could quit all these. Movies. Like giving you business, dickhead. The thing is about Video Giant is we would take chances on movies like always. Crazy. We would we, we would look at a cover, read it, and be like, okay. Finally, we got one day. We actually got the balls to watch Evil Dead. Yeah, dude. Because we were we were staring at I remember always seeing the Evil Dead 2. The skeleton. Yes, yes. the skull. And we're yes. Like, Man, that looks nuts. Even today I think of I think of movies. I, I think remember of those original I, boxes. I rented read Maniac Cop because of that. I'm like, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. Isn't that the seen. one with the cops? Like you see the uh, is it the police car and there's a bloody body, or is it like you see the cop on the road? It's a dead cop, like in a cop car. Yeah. Like, they're just whack. Is there a skeleton in a cop car? Yes. Like, yes, I remember that video box, dude. But um, this is one of those random occasions. Dude, we we discovered a great, we discovered the usual suspects off a random yes. rental. Yes. A random rental. Just grabbed it, walked home. That it. was insane. We discovered, I discovered in the company of men, discovered true romance that way. Yes. You called me from Robert Minyard's house. Rest in peace, by the way. And uh, you were like, listen, I finally found Die Hard's Equal. I'm like, full of shit, boy. You came home, didn't I'm you? I'm telling you, man. I, by the end of that movie, I was like, all right, we got to watch that again. Like, this is insane. I love, I love. But you find a lot of, back in the day, you would do a lot of crap to find the gems. But You're man, lying? we found some gems. And this is one of the gems I found. Just rented a movie. This is not action. This is a drama. This is kind of a midlife crisis drama kind of movie not midlife crisis this is there's it's, it's their ten year reunion they're early their late twenties they're trying to figure life out it's kind of a love story isn't it a lot of romance a lot ish. Of, yeah, 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 ish. yeah 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 you're right it's, it's not romantic like guy gets to it's girl. got it's got the um the homies it's got it's not about I'll tell you one one good thing that I do like about it is the prom King and prom queen we'll get to that dude like now, now it ain't doesn't mean shit. Dude, I love that about. There's this that movie. scene at the end. Is the scene every nerds ever dreamed of? When he tells off homegirl, Holy mean God. as a snake, D-day! and she was. Wearing that dress Her, her hair was done what? all night like, hair was like She was going and to you know a what? wedding Or something and, and she was like I don't give a shit about this she's guy She's ignoring but him But then she's like dude, Okay so this girl This girl shit. Darian Smalls She was the prom queen She was the hot I mean, to trot mama Back in high school I mean like Smoking And this guy It was funny The guy goes You remember me You called me Peter the Eater I used to have a weight problem And he's still a big old Big kid. as a mug dude <laughs> But he says I used to have a weight, have a weight <laughs> problem No I just don't give a Get smart. She's like, You're light on your feet. And he goes, I recently lost 100 pounds. She's like, So did I. And she's this big old woman, dude. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> that was so funny. See? Which kid's smart? The new one that made a movie with, uh, with um, Steve the rock Carell? in it? Steve Carell, and the rock's in it. I have never seen it. And Anne Hathaway. Is and it a- good? And Alan Arpkin. It is so good. Should I watch it? Yes. It's it, on Netflix. It's on Netflix right now. Damn, Gina, calm sorry, down. Sorry. It's, it's that good. I mean, I feel like I just walked in video giant, dude. <laughs> You got it. you know where the video you know the blockbuster video back in the day was quick Tarantino who's getting some love at the end of our podcast today. I don't even know what the hell you just said, dude. Tarantino worked at a blockbuster, watch movies all day <gasps> yes. and wrote Reservoir Dogs in a blockbuster. Yes. Oh, do you wanna hear another uh, gem from Reservoir Dogs? What? With the what dogs? Um, Steve Buscemi was such a struggling broke actor. That everybody, every cast member had to provide themselves a suit. Black pants, black jacket, white shirt, tie. Straight up. That was your outfit for the movie. He was so broke, if you really, really look close, he's wearing black jeans. It's because he couldn't afford it. I could only pants. tell in one scene, when he's on the ground, and he's got a gun up at Keitel. Yes. You can see the, the When Keitel's uh, uh, kicking him. Yes, you f- see him. kicking me. You see him scurrying, and you see the his. They're jeans. They're Ye- jeans. Yes. That's the only thing I tell, they're jeans. Dude. Buscemi is stellar. Keitel is stellar in that. I don't even want to talk about Manson. Okay, okay keep moving. So, when are we going to do Reservoir Dogs? Dude, dude. I'm so, deformed. Yeah. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> You're like, holy cow. Um, this movie is a 79% Rotten Tomatoes. It's a pretty good score. Not bad for a movie. 79%. Ain't gonna be seen. And this movie is not action packed. This is a, you know, it's not a romance movie. It's about. Finding I'm t- like, like not, not, not finding love, about keeping love in the world. Yes. About being satisfied. Yes. Stay and cool. Stay cool forever. <laughs> oh, oh man. Um, so the plot of this movie is a failed musician returns home from New York City back to his small town in New, in New England during the winter. And dude, Up it was state, winter. It's upstate New York. That's that movie is in the winter. Yes. That snow looked it's heavy dude, and nasty. Dude. Every time I watch that movie, I'm just like, damn, it's coming. Dude, like, there are, you, you, there's been snows. And that was that heavy, wet snow. When they were plowing it up, I'm like, that snow. Wait, when he, when he plows in her driveway, that, you're like, you couldn't. Get a, you couldn't get that out with a shovel. It yeah. would freeze as ice, yeah. and you're stuck. What a jerk. What a yeah, dick. So a failed musician returns home in the midst of a midlife crisis. He's great in that, too. To find his old crew all in the midst of life choices. And that's kind of the movie. He's coming home. And he's gonna engage all his crew, and they're going through all their own stuff. And you see them just kind of, re- and you see every character has a character arc. Everyone starts somewhere, ends somewhere. Some diminish, some grow, some stay this. It's, it's a great. Who diminishes? We'll get to that. I, I can get to my things. Uh, so, oh. the first question is movie from 1996, okay, back in the day, does the movie hold up? What? More so because I understand more so. And I will tell you this. Rosie O'Donnell is awesome in this movie. You brought it up I'm going to go into it right now. Rosie O'Donnell made her career back in the... day. she had a talk show? Yeah. She was a talk show where Tom Cruise lost his crap. Remember? Yes. Jumping on the couch. Jumping on the couch and shit. Because she always talked about she had a crush on Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Was that Oprah or O'Donnell that happened on? No, it was Oprah. It, was Oprah. it was, but was Oprah. O'Donnell always talked about how she loved... She had a crush on Tom Cruise and she was a giggle about Tom Cruise... Back in her talk show days, she kind of played the every lady. Yeah. She played the like um, before she came out. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the housewife. Oh she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She played a persona, and she put the persona on its lid. Now, I'm maybe she found herself, but I, th- I almost like think that so, like, actors sometimes are like TV shows. You know how a TV show takes a season to find its like footing. Yeah. Like I think like she was like, looking the at, ranch. Like, Took a, took a season to find its footing? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about talk shows? No, they're like TV Any shows. Show? Yeah, yeah, the rant like, stick one season. I heard like um, Parks and Rec, the first season tried to be the office, then found its own way, and became yeah. a, a good show. I heard shows, but like, sometimes they can't find out who they are, who are we gonna be? I heard community wanted to be the office, then found out a real good thing for themselves, and became a good show. Um, O'Donnell was, she was playing to the every girl, she was playing to the housewife. She played that like giddy. I have a crush on Tom Cruise. I'm a real person. And now yeah. she's different. She's a, she's a different person completely. Yeah, as far as her persona, what she sells. I'll tell you what, though. I, I, um, I obviously I'm a caveman, but I listen to a lot of Howard Stern, and <laughs> I started liking Rosie O'Donnell again when her and Howard made up. And they're like super cool now. They were at war? Oh my goodness were they at war. Well, after she left, she, she, if she turned persona off, the sweet persona, and she went to war with a lot of people. Yeah, her did. and Trump went to war. Her yep. and Howard went to war. She was, she, she's, she's, become a more of, instead of a sweet girl, she's more of a, um, in your face, yeah, you yeah, suck yeah, yeah. kind Abrasive, of girl. like yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so. Um, isn't she in The View still? Or she got. She left. I room. have no. I don't know about I that don't know. bullshit ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> Nobody want to watch that. I'm just So, this movie, I think holds up hugely. This movie, it's so good. Let me tell you. And here's the thing. I don't need. This movie show like proves that you don't need a big budget. You don't need uh, Michael Bay. You don't need Hollywood effects. Good story. Good actors. Great conversations. Great writing. Yes. Yes. And the great, writing. Great characters. The like, dialogue is unbelievable. Listed. How seamless this dialogue is. When Willie C, played by Timothy Hutton, comes back to town and you see his little brother. What else was Timothy Hutton in? Nothing, dude. He's, I have him in... Um, he's the bad guy in that one movie. S- secret Window he's in. *Giant Mnemonic. He's bad guy in Johnny Mnemonic. Is he really? I am almost positive. That was Dolph Lundgren. Is it *Giant Mnemonic? I'll think of it. He's in... Um, he's in... Timothy Hutton's in the movie called Secret Window with... Uh, with um, what is it? A uh, secret window secret with window. Johnny Depp. Okay. Where Johnny Depp is like he's crazy and he, he's a killer and she's trying to like move away, go with a new man and I he kills watch him. Oh, no, it's a Stephen King book, but it sucked. Um, I'd rather watch that. What was that one with Julie Roberts sleeping with the enemy? Oh, dang! That was good. That was is that Kevin Klein? No, it's not. Kevin no, Kline. you scared me. I was like <laughs> that piece of shit was Kevin Klein. No, <laughs> he had a, Kev, he had a wanna, nasty stash though. Did you You want to see guy? some badass Kevin Klein? You watch Forget Paris, son, dude. Sneaking um, on... I forget Paris. Um, what's the one? French Kiss. French Kiss. H- Hutton's in that with, with Kevin Klein. one? Is. He's a smaller role, but he's in that. Stephen the one the plant? Yes! No! That's... Dude, he's in it. He's in it. Um, awesome. So, Hutton comes home, and he gets home, and dude, talk about acting. I never thought of this, okay? We, Fight Club had this line, I never forgot. Fight Club said, we're a generation of men raised by women and we really think a woman, another woman, is the answer. We are a generation of men raised by women, and we think another woman's the answer. And we were men raised by women. Yes, we, we, we were. We're, were. That's who we are. We were mama's boys, still mama's are. Mama's boys, too, man. Straight, straight up. Well, I never thought what would happen to a kid without a mom. Never considered without I can't eat. Oh, man, now you're hitting on something. And Portman said. Um, she's like, you're, you're He's man. got that thing that a mom gives you, and like... He's missing that thing, the thing a mom gives you. And he is. Dude. He's missing the he doesn't warmth. Know He's missing yeah, 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 yeah. compassion. And the thing is, though, his dad is missing that thing that a wife can give you. It's
1: crazy. And, though,
0: and, and you put that together in a house, there's absolutely no warmth. It's, it's, the house is colder than the damn outside, dude. Dude, when he comes home, the dad's not a bad man. No. He doesn't know how to. He, him saying, put your bags upstairs and come watch some golf. Is him reaching out and loving his son. That's the only way he knows how to do it. it, it and you feel it, that's it, sad as shit. And I'll tell you one thing that David Arquette's probably never got credit for is his role in this movie. Is I could not imagine somebody doing a better performance than that. He's small performance, but you feel his just awkwardness, he's, his he's, timidity, and you see what happens when a woman comes at home. It lightens the entire house dude. up. When his girlfriend comes to visit and cooks. They don't know what to do they because they are so like they don't want her to leave. Like, like, literally, they're like, "You go take a shower. You go get ready. We want to stay here and talk to her." It's incredible how they slip that in, and that's just one tiny layer. It's a it, Lera. Is it what's his name? It's um David Kett, right? David Arquette. David, David Arquette. Kett's from Night Court. Kett's <laughs> Ler, John... from Blind Date. Uh, oh okay. ah! J- no, he's from Night Court yeah, too. Dave Ar- David Arquette. Yeah. He is great, dude. So good, dude. As it's just the, I got to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So, I, now, here's the question. If we go to all the characters, which character do you identify with the most, dude? That's tough, bro. It's tough. I, there's three on the top of my head that I identify with. What um, you got? Rappaport, because he doesn't know how Rappaport. to handle love. <laughs> and he thinks that whole scene when he's giving her the champagne ring. Um. <laughs> But I do, I do identify with, um, what's his name? The main guy, what's it? Um, Willie C. I Ident- Will identify see? with the whole Natalie Portman thing. Um, and, man, I'd, I'd say those two, but I can't think of which one. Okay. Um, probably Rappaport, man, just because he's a dumbass and he's hilarious he's hilarious and his, and his reasonings are like are you fucking kidding me I'm definitely going with Mo dude I was gonna say <laughs> yeah, come on oh and it's Mo because he's the dad but he doesn't know how to handle his anger he's just a big dumb animal when he gets pissed doesn't know how to talk shit but he's scary <laughs> he's talking and then he yells at his wife and then he comes back and he's like begging her he's dude, like I'm so sorry baby He he's like not now! And he gives you that look. Dude. That poor girl. But dude. And she, you could tell she probably never seen that. And she was scared for him. I just Is got gonna, goosebumps thinking about What's he gonna do? Is he gonna go to jail tonight? And then Willie sees the girl, tries to cover her, and she turns around like, get the fuck off me. Like, dude, that was. Yeah, oh yeah, she's like, they're leaving, and they're going to whoop somebody's ass. Mo, I, I, I mean, I watched it, and literally when he pulls up, I'm like, I'm Mo now. He's like, <laughs> So? <laughs> So funny, dude. he's gonna beat up like well, that. He has been sleeping with his wife, you know. And so, <laughs> dude, it's fine. Let's listen, bastards. Thank you, <laughs> dude. Nick, he gets in his face. Who knows what he's saying? He's saying the most <laughs> stupid thing. You mess with him, you mess with me, you mess with me. You mess with you! <laughs> it's like, what? Even when he's he like, what? Like, they're just like, but he. he, Scary as shit, though, dude. He's a big man. Big strong he's, SOB. He comes through that. So, we'll start oh, with. But this. he gets broken down real fast with the little, with the daughter shows up. Oh my because he's a dad? He, how, okay, now here's me. This is why me and Rabbitport are, are one. <laughs> <laughs> they're walking back you the guy's like, fucking kids coming out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, rap boy. Let's, 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 let's boy. on the characters. So, Willie sees played by Timothy Hutton. Didn't do a lot of movies. He had a TV show he was in for a this while. This was his performance. This is, this is his this movie is of his lifetime. Yes. He's, he comes home from New York. He's not happy with his girl back in New York. They've been dating for a year. Which, which I totally identify with this. Yes. He's got this incredible girl. Everybody sees how incredible she is. But he's just. And he's, he's unsatisfied with his life, so he's not satisfied with her. Right. Now, here's the deal. This podcast is gonna be about dating and love. Because this is what the movie's about. Movie is about, yes, um, it's about yes. dating and love. And you know, even though it's about guys, there's a lot of girls that to movie too yes. going through their stuff. The girl version. And, of... In in our crazy ass different ways, we're both hopeless romantics, dude. Heck. If, yes. This movie the, nailed us, dude. He says there's a when he's in the he's in an ice fishing shanty mm-hmm. with Uma Thurman. Yes. And Uma's in this movie, which is crazy. Insane, dude, and so, and she was actually like I never really thought, but she's beautiful in this movie. She's great in this movie because she's just so cool. Yeah, she's, just she's so cool in this movie. He tells Uma, he goes, "Remember how it is at the beginning, every time she calls, you have butterflies in your stomach, you know?" He's like, "Come on, how just the first day, like a note from her can just make your whole day shine." And he says, "Why well, do a couple more of those beginning things before I settle into the big fade, Dude, dude that is how we think. Yeah, but what did she tell him? Dude, he, some he, he guy said, out there feels the same he way. He says to her, "He goes, I look at you, I can't believe some guy gets to like wake up early in the morning with you and read the newspaper or listen to Van Morrison." And he's like, <laughs> "Or give you little uh, uh, baby kisses all over baby your tummy. kisses all over your tummy." <laughs> and she looks at him and he's like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> She's like, "What, mom?" And she says, "She goes, see, but someone sees your girl and thinks you could do all that with her." Dude, that shook me. Oh yeah, because like. Howard Stern said it once, dude, on his show. I was listening to the show one day because you always told me. It's the, and it's funny sometimes, dude. But he's crazy, though, dude. Crazy. Like, <laughs> dude, like our show, I always watch you to be um, Chuck and the Freak, like P13. But you're always right. Howard Stern made it our. I know. <laughs> I know. Because um, you like Stern more than Chuck and David Chuck. Yeah, David Chuck is badass. Uh, but Steakin, what is it, Big Fade? So Stern said, show me a beautiful woman. I'll you a guy who's tired of banging her. And that hurt me. I'm like, that's brutal to yeah. say. But Rosie Donald said in this movie, if there's nothing more than physical going on, it's going to get old. And she, dude. If there's nothing what? If there's nothing more than physical physical going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to get old. And that's, that's true, dude. Absolutely, dude. Dude, it's, it's, and I don't mean to be stupid, but it's why. Like, all my initial tests for relationships. You whore. You whore. We're all convers... <laughs> 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 we're all conversational. So I'm like, can I talk to this girl for 40 years and not get bored? Like, that's what my first questions. Cause Dude, I'm still stuck at, can I talk to this girl for 40 ounces and not get bored? <laughs> 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 I didn't even set you up sometimes. You're just making You're like, you're um, But sticking uh, like... And like... I've met beautiful girls that were box of rocks. And I walked away. I'm like I, I could not, I could not talk with you who lacked a soul. Cause I dude, just, I'm the same way, man. I'm talking. I mean, beautiful women. And, and I mean, in the morning, I'm like, dude. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Timmy Hutton comes home, and he again, he is unhappy with his life. His music career isn't going. Mm-hmm. She wants something true. She's commitment. a lawyer. She's like perfectly content with taking care of him. And she's like, he, he, t- he tells her too. I'm and not taking that His problem care. isn't her, it's himself. Yes. Which is what most of men's problems are when they meet somebody badass and they fuck it up. It's because they're like, well, I don't know what she sees in me if I'm a, f- a piece of shit. Like, dude, when I was dating like, Angie, guys are dumb. Aunt, my boy Adam and told me, I said, dude, I, I think I'm not really pursuing Angie. He looked at me and he goes, I know Angie. And if she gave you a chance, I'll think less of her, like, because <laughs> he's like, she's a credible woman. And you're not her caliber. Like, I, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll, I'll raise the bar here. I, <laughs> I when I get in serious conversation with homies, and you know how I am yeah, with yeah. kids and how yeah. I am with you know you know my nieces and nephews. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just I, I always I always used to say, I man, I shouldn't even say this. <laughs> I can't wait, dude. I'm like, I will tell you what, I'm a really good guy, like. At the, at the end of the day, I talk a lot of shit, but I'm a really good guy. And I would always say, and if I had a daughter and she brought me home, I'd be like, get that piece of shit off my porch. <laughs> that's me talking about me, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so Hutton's story is really how does someone get content with their own life? Because mm-hmm. throw into his mix, his big conflict in the story, which is really weird. We're getting this right away. Is his so he moves comes home and right away sees this girl next door. She, how old is she? Thirteen. She's thirteen. He's got to be thirty-two. He's twenty-nine. He's it's a ten-year reunion. You're right, twenty-nine, and she just moved in next door. Remember, they had the conversation about age. Right. She's thirteen. Remember, she said five years. You're thirty-four. I'm eighteen. And listen, Portman, when she was younger, when she was a young girl, I don't know what it was about hers, an actress. She possessed an uncanny ability to just be a person dude confident witty charming you see professional even though she's a kid she possesses well, thing is, she, maturity she is a kid in some instances but is an adult in some instances at 13 years old that's scary 13 she's wise she's smart she's quick mm-hmm. she's she's cool and when he sees her and sees her potential yeah and it, it does, I'm not saying, we're not pedophiles here. I'm no, not no, no. saying Mary, but he is like, this girl's going to be incredible someday. Mm-hmm. She's going to be an incredible, and, and I'd she, love and to she, be there to see. Yes. I'd like to, like. I almost want to be there just to let her take me with her when she goes. He says yeah. that. Just take me with you when you go. He says that to Mo. I just want to say, when you go, just take me with you so I can see how you change the world. She's going to change the world. And it shakes it ch- him up. It, it messes him up. And he starts thinking Mess. like he's like, could I wait for it? Entertaining that. Now Portman is a great actress. Natalie Portman in this movie. I remember watching this with my boy Todd Father. And when she busted out that uh who is that line? Um Lou Reed line. Todd, Todd's like, I can't deal with this movie. She's so cool. It ain't right. She's only 13. Remember, she's like, all oh, the colored girls go, dude, 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 yeah, yeah. Dude, because that's a deep rock and roll cut, yeah. dude. And she just pulled dropped like nothing, dude. Um, Romeo and like the dyslexic version. I'll tell you what, though. She is, like, even the way she delivers lines is like, holy shit. She's a great actress. She's had great movies. I can't believe they gave her this crap writing for Star Wars. Ugh. But what are you going to do? She had some great roles in her life. Like, Black Swan, forget about it, dude. Um, She's had, stinking, V for Vendetta. She was, as an actress? Oh, she cut her hair off. And watching her break down as a person, you believed every single second of it, dude. She, I liked her in Thor a lot. She was fun. Which one? Thor one and two. Mom. Portman. No, Natalie Portman was the girlfriend. Thor was oh, girlfriend. the girlfriend. Um, and she was also in Garden State. I loved Garden State. Ending shit, but I, I loved, loved it. Love the movie was so fun. The, the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it let is, me get to it. It is, dude. say it. You know what's, what's yes! what? What we're talking about when she tugs her ear? Yes, dude. Oh my goodness! They're going to. a I fell in love with her right there. And uh, he's like, you know, he go- invented noiseless Velcro, so he's a he's a millionaire, and he's got this big badass house, but he's a dumb <laughs> fuck So like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like, knows, us, yeah, yeah, it's like if I'm school. rich, dude. So th- they're all standing around, and he's like, "Yeah, this is my friend, or whatever." But he, he says before they go in there, he says, "If you want to leave." Just tug your ear. And she's like, okay, that's the sign. So there, he, she, she don't know what's going on. And he's just like, okay, we're going to play a game. He's like, what is it? And he goes, you got to tie the arrow. And they're like, what? So he lights this arrow on fire, shoots it straight up in the air, and they're just running around. And they're automatically, right away, they're both running their ass off. And it lands in the ground, and she just looks at him just tugs her ear. <laughs> it's so funny. Dude. It was really funny. But he sees her, and he needs a distraction, and mm-hmm. she's it. yes. And he talks almost talks himself into it for a long time. We'll get into his conclusion in the Rage Right portion. So, Hutton's arc is great. Then you got Matt Dillon's role. Oh, and Dillon, he was the quarterback, he was the, the Birdman, bird dude. He was a legend, bro. And he never left his hometown. He's he was awesome in high school, but he's, now he's just he's pushing snow in a plow. Yeah, he owns a construction business and they plow in the snow when they're slow. Yep. And uh, what's crazy is him and his old girl, the old prom queen. She's married with married to a rich ass and married a mansion kids. on the hill, dude. She's got a kid, but they're still having an affair yep. all those years later. Yep. He's keeping that alive because it just reminds and she's it's like Uncle Rico. He can't leave the glory days. Yes. And what's his girlfriend say to him? She says, She's like, how can I compete with that? How can I compete with you you think it's the best years of your life? Yeah. With you and Darien, the birdman, you know, king of king of the high school. I can't compete with that. And dude, this guy's life is a train wreck. And what does what report say to him? He goes, You got two, you, you're a human Geraldo episode. One girl's destroying her marriage, one girl's destroying her stomach. His, so she's cheating. The, the Darian Smalls, the old prom girl, cheating on her husband with him. But his girlfriend, who he's dating, who's a good girl. And she's amazing. She's a sweetheart of a she's girl. Beautiful to him. Mirasco- Vino, she's beautiful too. Mira Sorvino, man. And she is dyslexic. Dyslexic? No, no. <laughs> dyslexic. <laughs> dyslexic. <laughs> you're so stupid. Wait, she can't read, dude. <laughs> You can read minds? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, then he's like, <gasps> <laughs> 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 Bulimic. Good, bulimic, yeah. No, anorexic, anorexic, anorexic. Okay. She, she's not eating at all. She won't eat. Uh, everybody's like, the problem is you don't eat. Um, but uh, <sighs> the Birdman, his story, really the, the moment that you see his life is when the girlfriend who loves him, trying to win him back, goes that birthday party for him. And it's, it's a great surprise party. birthday. She gets her girls, who are all telling her, "You got to break up with them." But she's like, "You know what? When it's she's like, you know what like when we're by ourselves." I love, and she's crying, dude. So of course, her girls get her back, and they help her throw this big ass, lobster, ass man, surprise it's, party. It's great party, dude. The best. I am Rapaport. You are. Rappaport's like <laughs> he's the, DJ. <laughs> he's he's got got the DJ. DJ. He's got a DJ. He's got a DJ. But it's him and that guy. That guy, literally, just in that scene, the guy is amazing. Yes. Dude, he's when okay. So so he's there and he looks at the girl, he's smiling at her. They're, and, they're, and they're across the room From each other. And there's a connection. Smiling, he's dude. so happy. He's, he's like, like, thank you with his eyes. Thank you so much. And then the in b- walks Darian Smalls. In walks the Biatch. Everybody Married woman it, oh. walks in, walks oh, and dude, his boys. He's drunk as shit. And then the guy that's with Red goes, Oh, your boys, fuck <laughs> now. <laughs> so, and they're all like, oh, shit. And then they're like, only they say something. Dude, when he talks up to him, they kind of just leave. They all like, like, oh, leave them. Thanks, Thanks a lot, guys. Here's a deal, though. He made that bed for yes, himself. Yes, he did. And you know what's crazy? And if your boys are real friends, they make you lay in it. Dang straight, You know what I'm dude. saying? I was in college once, dude. One of my boys, I won't say his name on radio because I don't want him to get in trouble with his wife. <laughs> uh, there's two that I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking to two girls, Howard, had two different girls. He always had three on the list, but always talked to two at a time. That was his role. What rule. a dick. And he, he he wasn't like dating actively, he was just seeing which one would go, you know? Yeah. He had, he had hooks in the water. Um, but it's still not great, dude. It's no. still kinda it was shady. Well, he said with one of them talking. And the other one walks up and sits on his other side, Oof. and we're all at the table, and we all grab our trays and just stand up and leave them. You em. dogs! And I'm not gonna do that to him. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're he right. did You're that. right. You're right. You're right. But dude, he was mad at us, dude. He like, Luke was like, "You got you could have believe abandoned him like that." But it was for, and we leave and we're like laughing and we're walking away. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, but dude, he's hit, and that's that's his story. And she's wasted, and she's all over. Oh, she's all and she's like. You're married. Everyone here knows you're married. It's a small town. She doesn't care. Dude, and, and then he's trying to look at his girl like, oh, okay, you know, this is bullshit. Yeah, okay, but he's been with her for years. Yeah. And so, and when he comes to try to say sorry, it's too late. She's such a hoochie dude. Too, she, man. And when he tries to bring her home, Remember she... Remember what she, says, out says him. she dude, said? she Dude, when he rejects Maybe her... Maybe he you could come inside and slip into something more comfortable, dude. When he rejects her, she becomes a bitch. Dude, she's like, stupid truck. And that's at him. Listen, first of all, when I was a trucker and I worked (laughs) with my cousin Joe, my cousin Joe had two trucks. One was a busted ass million mile white truck. The other one was a black beauty chromed out. It was his baby. And it wasn't a top line, but it was nice. (laughs) we were on the CB. We're both taking a run to... To Kansas City, this dude. We're talking trash to each other, and the guy goes, "Yeah, with that bullshit ass Century." And Joe's like, "What motherfucker? I'll oh, kick your fucking ass. Pull on the next stop." And I'm like, "You can't dog a man's truck, dude. Man. She dogs his truck. She dogs his truck. Stupid truck." he's just like, "Damn, dude, his story is crazy." The bromance. And dude, what's crazy at the end of the movie? He, the husband, comes up to try to buy him a drink. And uh here's like, the no. thing. Here's the thing. This is why this. Scene is so important. Birdman skips the 10-year reunion. He's done with he, Darian. They, they, everybody done is with Darian. waiting for him to show up. He was the king of high school. He's supposed to come and claim his crown, dude. Straight up. And Darian comes in. She's like, my she, husband's she away. she dressed to the nines. She was just going to a wedding. Yes. she's she dressed. I mean, her hair. Her dress. I mean, you're talking. This is the girl from Dumb and Dumber, bro. Dude, that's her only one she's done is really that one. Yes, she was really funny in that. Though. She was she's, amazing. As, as funny as she, she was in that, she's awful in this. Oh, she's such a scumbag. She plays it great though. I when know. she she can turn on the sweetness, it she's on. such a bitch in this movie. I want to date her. <laughs> 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 give, me, give me a high five for that one. Too. Oh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> dude, and this I, is what's wrong with me. <laughs> i was watching uh, a clip on YouTube of the, the roast of Bruce Willis. And someone said to Bruce, uh, it was John, Joseph Gordon-Rublett, like, goes, man, he goes, that diehard line is so old, the Kutcher wants to marry it. I was like, oh, <laughs> shoot, dude. He's like, I mean, I'm just kidding. They're on good terms. I mean... He gave her ninety million for a <laughs> wedding present. <laughs> <laughs> that was ah. bogus, dude. Dude, I, I, he's dude. like, yeah, we we were in a movie together. He played the old Bruce Willis, and I played, or he, I played young Bruce, and he played a washed up older Bruce. <laughs> My, <I'm like, laughs> <Dang. laughs> it was great. That was a good one. dude. It, we, he, he was getting them. Oh man, <laughs> I can't watch the old things. I love Bruce yeah. too much. Uh, he he, uh, he owns it at the end though. That Ed Norton thing. Head Unbelievable. His Anyways, so that's Matt Dillon's storyline: is he's a man who loves two women because he's holding on to his past yep. too much, cheating on his girl. He's he's. Lo- and he's, you know what's crazy? Though? His boys call him off for that crap. They do. And I, I th- that's what a, you know what? That's what a homie does, dude. You got to. Like if I know one of my bo- if one of my boys comes up to me and he's cheating on his wife, if I know her and love the kid, well for me it's different, but I'm I'm not gonna give him a pass. I'm gonna be like, dude, you're a piece of crap. Like. Remember, Kev. If opening scene, Kev like brings her coffee. He goes, "She's married, man." He goes, "Yeah, I know." Like he's all, but he calls him, and he's that guy's, like, hes the most chill guy in the movie. He's like, "Why don't you let me bring the cups?" Because he's like, "Yes." He's like, "She ain't got styrofoam. She don't have a sleeve of styrofoam cups." It's winter time. First big storm. She's had. She have a stockpile. Yeah. And he's like, "Why don't you bring me the cups?" So why not you? Dude, he, he calls his ass. out. He up. calls him out. His boys don't like it. They don't give him a pass on it. They do give him a high five for it? And that's the beginning. you like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you don't know what's going on? <laughs> here's the thing, man. If your boys are playing the fool, you can't high five that. I mean, here's the thing. I have a good friend of mine. His brother cheated on his wife, lost his wife, lost his three kids. And my boy wanted to be mad at his brother forever. But he goes, yeah, but I, my brother had to love him. I can't pick her side. She's got her whole family. What happened was she came to a family reunion because like, everyone was mad at him for messing the family up. So she comes with the kids. She comes into... His family's house, bragging about she got she got all the kids like full custody, raked them over the cold, child support, and he's sitting there going, "I don't like you talking like this." He realized I my this is my brother. You know, he, even he's a crap. I'm not gonna say what he did was right. But I gotta love him still because he's my brother. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like, why are you looking at me like that? B-? I I'm didn't not do saying no I'm, shit. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dylan, they hold him accountable, and dude, Lauren. It's, uh, what's her name? Lauren Holly plays Darren yeah. Smalls. She's nuts. Now, she's Dylan's girl other crazy. girlfriend is Mira Cervino. Yeah, she's a she's a sweetheart, quite She won an Oscar for my Aphrodite, a, a Woody Allen movie. Never saw it. Aphrodite is what I call people who have big hair. <laughs> <laughs> <You're stupid. laughs> what up, Aphrodite? <laughs> um, she was in that movie. Her biggest movie was... Romy and Michelle High School Reunion? Yes, yeah, it was kind of funny. Dude. Yeah, it was her and Sticking Phoebe from Friends. Yeah, dude. it was. You know what's crazy? Look at you guys got all fat. We're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's funny as shit. You know what's crazy? After this movie, you know, the movie's made by Miramax. You noticed mm-hmm. that, right? This is Harvey Weinstein. And Servino has said that Weinstein tried to get her to sleep with him, and she, she wouldn't. She turned him down. He blacklisted her forever. And that's why her career never went anywhere after that. And Peter Jackson said later, he goes, You know what? When I heard about it, I was so sad because when we were making Lord of the Rings, I wanted Servino. And Jackson told me she was a terrible person, a dumb bee. Weinstein told. Weinstein. Know, Weinstein told Jackson that she was, he's like, she's awful. And he goes, I didn't hire her because I just believed him. I didn't know that he was her for not giving him some early in their career. What a f- He ruined her career because she wouldn't give him some. That dude, Weinstein, is an animal, dude. Wow. I mean, he needs... The homies someday to take, he's gonna get his dude to take some pliers and a blowtorch to his ass. As uh, <laughs> go medieval on those buttocks, yeah, go dude. Medieval on his ass, dude. That's sorry as shit. dude. And you know she's what? a good actress, and I wonder why she actress. never went anywhere. She got blacklisted by Stinky Weinstein She's not what the only f- one either, f- her, man. Like, that's brutal. He'll get his comeuppance, dude. Legit. I mean, it's it, the comp, it's, it's not full, but he's he's out, dude. He's done. I'm talking about to bring the bitch back, yeah. So she's in it. Um, you got yeah, Mo. My favorite character is No Emmerich. Plays Mo. He's from Super Eight, also from The Truman Show. He plays the best friend. Remember, he goes. Also from Copland. Is he in Copland too, Mo? He, remember he's like, you know, so and so called. I mean, she. He's like, go home to your wife. He was his. He was one of the one of the three cops. In some of Stallone's. Cow. It was, it was uh, what's her name? Is that girl with the dark hair? Co- uh, yes, yeah. mean Yeah. Yeah, it was them three. We're the cops. I forgot, dude. Yep. that's Dude, that's a good pull. I know what it is, dude. But Truman Show, he's like, if this is all fake, that means I'm fake. Remember, he's like, now I'm your best it. friend. You've never seen the Truman Show? No. It's Jim Carrey's best film of his career. Listen, you obviously haven't seen 23. I haven't. It's badass. Okay, okay fair. But dude, Ruben's show is bad to the bone. So That's on Netflix too. I gotta watch this. When, when Moe, you see him with his face. And what does a what uh, report say about Moe? He's like, he's like a mental patient. Who doesn't know he's a mental patient? Yeah. He's like, and so he doesn't, he, he doesn't, so because he doesn't know he's crazy, he's really content. And I'm looking, I'm looking at that, I'm like, watching him on his, like, he's walking on the ice, slipping and falling, playing this his kids. Well, this, yeah, happy. And I'm like, that's the life. I'm content. That's the life. Dude. I am content. You're like, I'm a big, dumb animal, folks. I love, like today, me and the kids went bowling, dude. And oh, the kids man. bowled terrible. I bowled terrible. Yes. Um, me and Lena tied bowling. Did you guys put the bumpers up? She, we had two lanes. She had bumpers. I didn't. But me and her tied, dude. 76 each. I saw it today. I was staking it up. Where'd you guys go? Galaxy? Uh, no, we had a, like a summer pass Richfield. Oh, cool. Um, but uh, it was just, it was, in the case, you guys you had, had a blast, blast, didn't you? We came home, we, see, we played some Mario together. How's we, little Nusto doing? He's doing, his fever's broken, he's doing good. But Mo, I love him, just, and the thing is, he, he loves his wife, he's a sweet guy, but underneath all that, there's the still the monster, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, when his someone beats up his boy, it literally turns on, yeah. and he just steamrolls bre- everyone in the room. dude. He, he's mean to his wife. He literally he just drives, and he doesn't care about getting arrested. He doesn't care what's gonna happen to him. He's just, I'm gonna go and back up my boy. Yeah, dude. Even when he's like, he, he puts his hands on the bartender. Who did this? The two fingers in his chest. Like, you tell me where I'm going. Yeah. The guy's like, I can't tell you that. And then the owner's like, Tell him, stinky Womack, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I like. Remember, he's like, Calm down, Mo. You're like, holy, she has stinkies this shit. Hey, watch out with that stinky stuff around here. (laughs) we got guys' names that we still use all the time. They don't like it. JR? Stewball? Like, there's names we use from high school. I still call Steve Weenie, dude. (laughs) These guys, and they probably don't love it, but it sticks. He's always like, you can call me Weenie. I'm like, yeah, everybody else calls you Steve, dude. (laughs) What was that guy that took you to the the PPI? What was his nickname? Did he nickname or no? Weird Kid. (laughs) Ha ha! We called him WK, dude. <laughs> that poor kid, WK. He goes, <laughs> you, you guys just wait. I'm going to dye my hair. I'm going to get some airwalks. I'm going to do this next year. You need going to recognize me, man. First day of school, he shows up with a skunk head. Like three years ago, model airwalks. We're just like, Oh, WK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this poor kid. Got offended by Tony and called him into the positive peer influence, which is when you come into a thing and a student... And two students... try to mediate you guys. And, dude, you were... But here's the thing. How are you going to mediate me? Dude! You're my peer, dude. Positive <laughs> peer. First of all, I didn't even look at them. You didn't... You are... They were talking, and I'm like, you know how bad it's going to be now, bro? <laughs> Um, wait, uh, 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 Antonio, uh, let, hey, WK, you're f- son. <laughs> it's gonna be 10 times worse now. <laughs> no, Tony, you're like the worst church member ever, dude. Shut I, the f- up. You know, i mean, people took come into my office, mad at each other. I'm like, guys, just give one another. And the one person's like, it's, it's worse for you now. Like, I'm like, dude, you word we're, we're family, you can't be this way. Just someone looking at someone like, like, I ain't forgiven nobody nothing. What usually it's ladies though. Oh, yeah. Hands just I'm, balking. <laughs> I'm like, so why don't we just forgive one another? Like, I, I, I quote scripture. know what? The cross of Christ and how he died to forgive us. And if he forgives us, we got to forgive others. They're like, not until she says sorry. I'm like, jeez, you guys. Yes. Man, like, just hard-hearted, dude. But not until he forgives these nuts. <laughs> I am the worst. So Rappaport, his character, he is... Probably the most immature. <laughs> yup, that's me. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he just—he doesn't get it. He just <laughs> doesn't, 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 doesn't get, get it at all, dude. Here's the thing: if I had Rappaport's immaturity and Matt Damon's Fury, Dylan, Matt Dylan. That, or Matt Dillon's Fury, that's me. Dude, because Mad- Dillons is a badass. Still a badass. Bird. Remember, he's like, the legend is dead, Bird, man. We're in high school anymore. Yeah, we ain't we in high school no more. Bird, what are you going to do? Take my lunch money? we ain't in high school no more. The legend is dead. And his boy goes, legend still, f*** you up, dude. Dude, I was like, dude, he's going to beat you up, dude. But uh, Rappaport and their roommates. Dude, which is crazy. Uh, Rappaport, he's been in the for 10 years. And he won't marry her. And she gives him the ultimatum. And he he dodges it. He's oh, like, yeah. I don't want kids. I don't want to be engaged. I just want to hang out. He's not even that committed to her. Holy shit! He's got one. <laughs> this is me, dude. <laughs> He's got one foot in, one foot out, kind of no. all the time. His dogs named Elle McPherson. Uh, he's got supermodels all over the <laughs> wall, dude. His beautiful girl speech is is crazy. It's amazing. Like he says, that's as good as love. No, it's not, dude. <laughs> no, I know. Like. He's saying a pretty girl that's fake is as good as a real, as real love. And it's not, dude. He might as well be coming to work and pull out his dang dang. Hey, <laughs> what's this look like to you? Oh, you're good. Sweet.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, dude. Mitch Hedberg had a, uh, a little line, which reminds me of this guy. He's like, I didn't, really have an, I didn't have medical insurance. So I didn't have money to go do an AIDS test. So I did the roundabout AIDS test. I went to my friend and said, hey, you know anybody with AIDS? And he said, no. And I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the craziest joke ever heard. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So, Rappaport, <laughs> one of his big things is his girl, he didn't marry her. She's dating a meat cutter who's like 40 years old. Best. He's a meat cutter. He cuts meat for a living. At well, least meat you can eat. He's like, what's that supposed to mean? I mean, you plow snow. At least you can eat meat. <laughs> He's like, whose side are you on, <laughs> dude?" You know what? Actually, something I learned from this movie. Legit, bad bet. He goes, "I bet you forty dollars she's banging that guy." He goes, "Bad, bad bet. bet." He goes, "Either way, you lose." If you win, she's banging that guy. If, if you, you lose, lose you're out 40, forty bucks. <laughs> because of that scene, I'm like, there are some bad bets in the world. A bet you forty bucks, dude. That's like the joke I heard when this girl tells her husband i betcha bet you I can make you happy and sad at the same time. How's that? You got the biggest dick of all your friends.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh, Tony. Which, okay, listen. <laughs> listen, this might be. No, I know where you're going. Listen, no, no, no. This, this. This, this, okay, now it's me talking shit, being immature okay. as usual. But that's kind of what this movie is. It's sweet, it's innocent, but it is rowdy, dude. It's rated R. It's rowdy, dude. F5's These ever- conversations, dude. If you can't handle this joke, don't watch that movie. <laughs> dude, this movie is the. It's like, it's, it lets you into the. What does he say? You never let him in. This lets you in with the boys, dude. Never let him see the What's little old little man. guy working the levers behind the curtain. <laughs> you let her in, didn't you? You let her see the weak baby for the great, powerful lot, dude. It's He's like, like you spent all day coming up with this shit. You say that like it's a bad thing, right? I am Rappaport, dude. <laughs> Rappaport, the whole movie, he's mad at her, so he always, every snow, he goes and just plows her dr- he, garage he, door in. He blocks her in the driveway. He, blo- he snows in the driveway, dude. What? It's... Dude, at the last scene, though, he goes in there, and he pulls it he all. He plows in, and the driveway. Crying. And he's crying. And ah. the song playing is great. The album for this movie is great. The soundtrack is fantastic. Um, the song that plays at the very beginning, when he's leaving the city. Oh, man, is that a good song. Love that a song. Beautiful girl. What's the song that's playing when he's falling in? Beth. No. It's called Beth. What was playing the first time? I don't remember. Dude. The soundtrack. The <laughs> soundtrack that follows him around, which is why he had to be the DJ for the party. That's <laughs> no, me, <Jeff> dude. No, Jethro Tull.
1: Dude.
0: Dude. <laughs> Jethro Tull, dude. Dude, this song. This movie is awesome. Um. Rappaport, though, he's just crying like a big old baby. Just he is, he's, he's, blubbering. He's, he's got the, the bottom lip all in <laughs> <me. laughs> You know, Rappaport, we love him, honestly. This movie, we like him in, but we loved him in True Romance. He was the only saving grace. He's like, he's like the only good guy in the movie. Yeah, he is. Well, where the f*** did he come from? <laughs> well, don't just stand there, shoot him. Get him! <laughs> you're a very fine actor. What is his name? Dick Ritchie? Yeah, you're a very fine actor, Mr. Richie. <laughs> Don't just stand there. Get him! Shoot him! <laughs> <laughs> he's driving the car. Dude, he's on the, he's on the phone, hangs he up and goes, like, dang it, Floyd. Is it Floyd? Floyd. No, dang it, Floyd! Floyd you he stole him. the last piece of toilet paper! Oh, he said... Floyd smoked the second half of the letter. <laughs> 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 his roommate, Brad Pitt. Is Brad Pitt the highest of highest? No, okay, now you have to follow us because we go on tangents. Now we are talking about True Romance. Right. Um, Dick Richie, which is report from True Romance, his roommate is Brad Pitt, and he's just a stoner. Dude. Remember, he's like, can you pick up some beer and some cleanup products? <laughs> dude. Dude, and, he's also in Deep Blue Sea. You know what? Rappaport is. He gets eaten, what, right? You know what? He is absolutely horrible in what what is that nicholas cage when he's a huge buff bad guy kiss long no not long kiss Good night. something kiss death kiss kiss of death kiss of death he was a scumbag he is a scumbag in reason, that one he's the reason david cruz's wife got killed and no. it was helen hunt Mind is it's like a pedia of and 80s and And listen, 90s, you movies. think I'm just uh, looking this shit up on my phone I ain't got no damn service up dude, here. Dude, we literally, we, we got nothing. We just, we just pull it out of our brains, dude. Pull it out of our asses. <laughs> dude, he was, a, and I tell you what, he was even worse than. Higher learning. Yes, like Remy he the Nazi. Was, dude. He's a good actor, man. He's got some good movies. You know, nowadays, he's a conservative pundit. I don't know what that like means. Like James Woods. I don't know what that means. He goes on Twitter and fights for Trump. And fights for conservative causes on Twitter. Ouch. (laughs) Dude, and he just goes just crazy stuff, dude. Just (laughs) goes nuts sometimes. And Twitter, though, people, he he throw grenades on Twitter. But he throws some grenades on Twitter, dude. Dude, Okay, just so anybody knows, you can't get a hold of me on Twitter no more. I don't have Twitter no more. (laughs) Okay. I hate Twitter. I don't like it either, man. It's crazy out there. It's some crazy motherfuckers, dude. (laughs) Okay. So we got Servino, Port Port, Tim. We got pretty much everybody. What about... um... We're waiting on the Uma. No, no, no. Well, who's the one with the mustache? Kev. We haven't talked about him? Well, Kev is the his character, honestly, <laughs> doesn't really he, he's a static. He doesn't go forward or backwards. He stays, right? He stays the same. where he's yeah, at. Yeah. He's the guy with uh, reports like Sammy D, old man so-and-so, and Johnny Boy. They they work, work all, all day, day and drink, drink all, all night. One two po- weeks <laughs> out of the year, they, they go, go up to the Cape, <laughs> they drink all day. Drink all night, and he's like, Are and you Going like, anywhere, goes, does this little observation have anything resembling like a point? And he's like, Yeah, if we don't get off our asses, we're gonna be just like that. And Kev's like, Cool, <laughs> 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 and in random, he's like, Stay cool, stay cool, Willie. See, stay cool forever. <laughs> That's literally a high school yearbook. I, I know that is exactly what that is, dude. Stay but, cool forever. So he he doesn't grow a lot, but he's a, he's just he's just a good guy. He's a, a good-hearted guy. He's a dude working in. Calls a, his boys out even though he's the little you know peon. When he first sees Willie C, see they do the football thing. Yeah, like ooh, oh, he's just a, he's just a fun guy. Yeah, dude. he is awesome. You, I, well, I also got from Kevin this movie. I do I do it all the time. When Kev he in breakfast, he looks over at McDo and goes, hey, stash, "Stash clean, stash clean." I use that line all the time. I right? do too. Well, clean. what do I always do? I always look at you and I always touch what part of your beard's dirty. You I do. do a little touch, and you're like, "Boop!" And I'm like, "Got it, dude." It's because this movie I, that I watch my stinking stash. You have to, dude. You always have to check your boy's stash and let him know when he's got a stinking moko too. Always got to. You got to look at your boys, dude. Dude, I, I feel bad. So- let a guy talk to a girl with a moko, dude. Ah, you. I've are seen so girls, girls kinda with a like, a, like just mokos on their nose. I don't want to embarrass by telling them. Well, you got a little boogie coming out. I don't want to embarrass her, so I don't know what to say. That's what their friends are for, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Going to the girls, Sorvino and O'Donnell and Mo's wife, mm-hmm. there's scene where they talk. And you know what? The scene where 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 um Roger Donald gives it to the guys walking through the sink and shopping mall. Hilarious. She's just blasting their heads off for being stupid. on <laughs> the Playboy out, dude, talk, dude, she was talking. And you know what, like, Sevier says, like... The best part of that is, it shows the difference between men and women. She gives them hell. lets them know how it is. And then when she's <laughs> walking away, he goes, great tits, nice ass. <laughs> it's so funny. That just shows... It' it is so stupid. We never grow up, dude. We never grow up. Angie, that movie happened. she looked at me, I'm like... I know, babe. I'm like, guys, you're dumb, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I know you'd like to think we grow out of this shit. But look at me and Uncle Jesse in Texas, dude. He's in his 50s. <laughs> um, so, we once in a while, dude, we're 50 minutes in on this movie because we, we love it so much. We started this motherfucker yeah. So great, we, we do think thing called Greatness Test once in a while. We ask the question, is this person, this actor, actress, have they been in three great films? Three films that will last the test of time. That we will show our kids, that they will show their kids movies that are great. And we a asked children's if children's children. children. He I hate, I hate, I hate Peter Pan. But um sorry, Justin Hoffman's awesome. Um He's amazing. Um Steakin. So today the Greatness Test, we're doing a greatness test on Uma Thurman. Oh, we're not doing Portman. We're doing Uma Thurman okay. on the greatness test. She, in this movie, first of all, let's get this movie. She plays the what do you, the muse, she plays the girl who comes into town, has all the wisdom, tells you all the truth, and then bails. She's and one she's, of the, she's almost one of the guys. She's she's so cool in this movie. She's dude. so badass. Um, she walks in and shames all these guys. They yeah, just she does. they don't know what to do. She Especially shames my boy Rabbie dude. Dude, he's what an idiot. He doesn't know how to be cool, dude. Dude. He, she Give me a bottle of your finest wine. <laughs> has the stinking cigar Stony. What's how Al Capone crap. But she tries to help him out and he's just so stupid. Um, Dumb ass. You know it's crazy? Because this movie I used to always just say to Angie, "Good night, sweet girl, all the time because this movie. Ah. Because there's a part where he just, I don't ask him, let me ask you a question. I know you got a boyfriend., let me, what's he got to do to make you happy?" She goes, "You know? I just need three words every night. I just need three words. You said those words to me, I'm yours. I'm going to muster up those three words, the man I want to spend my life with. Good night, sweet girl. And she walks away and just says it, and that's why I say to Angie, man, just good night, sweet girl. You're such a hopeless romantic. (laughs) Um, I I am so excited about this greatness test because my favorite Uma movie, you've probably never even seen. And it's got two of our favorite actors I know what it is. Okay, so... In this my... movie, she, and she plays Andira. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. First of all, that name's horrible. Terrible. But her scene with Timothy Hutton in the stinking shanty mm-hmm. is awesome. She, she is wise. She gives wisdom. She's the one that taught me. Literally, this movie, when I heard the long, like he says, you want two or three more beginning things before you, you settle into the big fade. And she blows that idea out of the water. Forget that crap. And you know what? I, I'm just, it helped me grow, it helped me grow up. Help me grow up, man. Get past that idea of just wanting more, beginning things. Um, this is why this is part. This is why this is part one of my guy trilogy. Help me learn what being a dumb guy is versus being a good guy. So Uma Thurman, greatness test. What's your first movie in her greatness test, dude? Oh, Pulp Fiction. Hands down. That's the, that's the one of the best movies of all time. We not best Uma movie. That's one of the best movies of all time. But she's incredible in it. She's amazing in Listen, that movie. She's in one of the most. My husband, your boss, told you to do what I wanted to do. That just a point. I want to dance. I want to win that trophy. You're gonna dance. And And he's like, "Fuck it, let's go." And their dancing is on point, dude. It's badass, dude. And I'll tell you what else is badass. First of all, if I'm Marcellus Wallace, I ask no guy to get my girl out to have a good time. He's like, "Take care of her." No, 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 no. Take her out. It's like taking your buddy's movie uh, buddy's wife to a movie. I'm like, take my motherfucking <laughs> wife to a movie. <laughs> no My no. buddies are dogs! Dude, ain't hey, none of my buddies. You might buddies. as well say, oh, I mean me and your wife Netflix and Chill. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, brother, Andres, his kid has a shirt that says Product <laughs> of Netflix and Chill. That's amazing. And that's really what happened. I know He's it like, is. Netflix and chill, Netflix and kid. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix and oops dude. What <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> up? Dude, she, and dude, the scene that forever, that dancing scene, you see that clip used everywhere. With her, I can't that, I can't her. hear that song without Oh, you can't. That song dude, I heard stinking um Bob Seger do that song. It's, it's nasty gross, dude. Um, but dude, but also a scene that is burned in my mind forever. Overdose When she comes out of that stinking OD, with the thing, he's got... The needle sticking out of his chest. I remember in the theater, I was tense. I'm just like, what am I seeing? Like, it was crazy. And when he just, oh, boom, and she just comes out, adrenaline to the heart. That was insane. And she looks like, when they're driving home, she looks like death. Mm -hmm. She looks, there's no beauty left in her, dude. Dude, she was legit, dude. In fiction. She, she, dude. He's like, I gotta stab her three times. <laughs> no, come down. And stab in motion. I gotta <laughs> stab her three times. Her what revolt. a dope. They're amazing together. And they they they're not they're. so much and be cool, but they're awesome in this, dude. Movie. <laughs> her, like, their, their conversation at the dinner table was fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember dude, six dude, shank, she, five she, dollars shank and she, she undoes like literally. I'm completely in that, yay, yeah, threw out a window because of the foot massage. That made sense to me. when She's, she's like, you think my husband threw him in out the 10th window of a second building because he touched my feet? He's like, uh. at the time, you know, it sounded <laughs> <not a> reasonable <laughs> at the time. She goes, you're worse than a bunch of hands. I'm like, oh <laughs> <laughs> I know. She blew us up, dude. She's probably like, well, my <laughs> shouldn't be touching her feet. <laughs> but uh, I'm say for me. A movie that's, that's a great film. I can't believe... I still can't believe how good this film is. Is the Kill Bill. One and two, we're going we're gonna to consider that one movie. One movie. But I'm saying her as an actress. I mean, the, the level of emotion she when, shows in that film. When, she, when her daughter shoots her, like fake shoots her, and she realizes her daughter's alive, and she has to take all that and play with her daughter... Unbelievable acting right there. Dude, the movie is, you think it's going to be an action film, but the last scene makes it something else. The last scene of the whole movie elevates the whole movie because it's just her on the bathroom floor crying. Because she won. And thanking God. Yeah. She's like, thank you. Like, she's got her daughter. She's got her, like, that scene, (laughs) she is, as an actress, she is, even when she's buried, she's like, Her, her acting. Her, how about her? Just thinking when she's with Piomai and her knuckles are going coming apart, like the skin is just coming off. You're like, what the? Ooh, that she, wow, killed wow. Her. she makes the movie. Without her, that movie isn't what it is. She is. They couldn't have found another leading listen, leading lady to do that. There aren't many great f- f- action front people. There's Stinking Green Weaver yes. as Ripley. There's Linda it's Hamilton as Sarah Connor yes, in Part yes, Two. Yes, yes, and there's Stinking Uma Thurman as the Bride. Oh yeah, she's bad. She's the a bride. killer, dude. dude I'm Her you. fight against um. Not she's he's Black Mamba. She's fighting Diamondback. The black girl. Yeah, and girl. she's pissed because she should have been Black Mamba. <laughs> I should have been Black Mamba. <laughs> dude, that scene is oh, one of she... the most brutal fights. Insane. Like there's scenes where they kick her in the knee. I'm like, oh my knee! Like, it, it, how just... about when she looks at the daughter and says, "There's gonna be a day when you want to come and avenge your mother, and I'll be waiting." And it's a little girl like, damn bitch, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. She's trying to get my cereal, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's your third, dude? What's your third? Okay, movie? this is my third. And I'm gonna say it's it's great because of the actors, all the actors actually is a crazy fucking Mad Dog and Glory dude. Heck yeah! And let me tell you my favorite scene from Mad okay. Dog and Glory. Why it's so badass? De Niro is kind of slubby. It's weird. And it flips the script. Yeah, and and, and Bill Murray is a evil, gangster, badass. You hear the cast and you immediately assume that De Niro's the gangster, Bill Murray's the everyman. Yes. And it's flipped and it's fantastic. But, But let me tell you this though. De Niro's partner, David Caruso, little redhead fireball, dude. There's a scene where De Niro's neighbor, this real pretty girl, is dating this guy. Well, De Niro's a cop. So is his partner, David Caruso. De Niro hears the neighbor Always getting beat on by her boyfriend. So he comes over and he knocks on the door, and this big, bald dude answers the door. He says, yeah. And then he says, hey, man, I'm just, you know, seeing if she's okay, and she's got her ass beat over there. De Niro pulls his badge out and says, you know, I think, you you know, you better, you know, whatever. And the guy pulls his badge out. He's a cop. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, what do you got to say now? And he slams the door. So he totally shuts down De Niro. Later on, De Niro... His boy is David Caruso, little skinny redhead dude, firecracker, bro. I love cracker. bad ass in this movie. Walks up, old girl is with this bald guy at the bar. She's got a black ass eye. They're sitting there. Caruso walks over to the table, and he says, uh, "You like beating on my sister?" He's Caruso's never even met this girl. Yeah. He's like, "You like you like putting your hands on my sister?" He goes, "Uh, put your badge in your gun." On the table. Let's fucking go outside. And the guy's like, looking at him, like he's way bigger than Caruso. And he goes, "Man, I ain't got no beef with you." And he goes, "Did you hear what I said? Put your badge and your gun on the table, and fucking get your ass outside with me. We're gonna do. We're gonna do this right now." And the guy pussies out, dude. He literally. Caruso makes the guy say, "You see this girl right here? Do you know who she is?" And he goes, "No, I don't." And he goes, "Never gonna talk to her again, are you?" He's like, "Nope." And he leaves, dude. Like, crushes him with words, bro. Dude, one of my buddies in college, no joke, his entire wardrobe, he wore jeans and a white, like, A tank top every day with a black leather jacket over it. Todd Father? I wasn't going to say his name. Why wouldn't you? He's a badass. That's the story I'm going to tell right now. Um, But there's a movie with Caruso. It's a B movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a B movie. And Caruso. He's thinking, um, him and his boy get together, go back to his trailer out in the middle of nowhere. it's almost like there's this cop opening. They're like, good. They're just drinking, hanging out, playing pool. They go home, and he's like, I'm gonna go out, you know, go out and get some stuff to hang. I'm gonna get some, go out and get a movie. And he's like, I'm going to bed. Come, let us back in. So he wakes up, and he hears something. He goes, out, goes in the, he's in the living room. He comes into the, just in the trailer, you know, the little trailer door. He opens it up, and his buddy's raping a girl. She's crying, screaming. He's got her, dude. Who knows where he found her? Who knows how he got her? And Caruso just looks at him and kind of frowns and shoots his friend, kills him dead for raping the girl. And that scene a profound impact on Todd's life. He wore that guy's outfit all through college—the blue jeans and the white shirt. First of all, the way you started that, I thought Todd's father was literally in the back room and his boy was raping a girl. Oh no 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 no! It's Caruso! Holy! No wonder you didn't want to say his name, dude. Jeez. Todd didn't kill no fool. Caruso, the movie, killed his, his friend in the movie. That's insane. But Todd, like, what movie was that? I don't know. He told me, he told me about it. I'm like, I, I never saw it, but he's like, this, this movie, when he saw it, he's like, you got to follow the rules. And he always followed the rules. He always like, these are the rules. You never break the rules. This is how things go. Um, so Uma Thurman has three great films. Easy. Oh, hell yeah, she does. Pulp, one of the greatest films of her generation by one of the greatest filmmakers' generation, Quentin Tarantino. Good, Better, Ugly, the guy's a movie genius. He's a new movie coming out, has actors. I can't even believe her in that movie. Who? Tarantino's new movie. Oh, oh my Once Upon a Time time in Hollywood. Pacino is in it, dude. I cannot believe it. Tarantino could take an actor and make him shine brightly in a way Mm -hmm. that... He's, a, he's an actor's director. He can pull out of actors their greatest performances. Did it for Travolta. Did it for Uma Thurman. Did it for Sticky Samuel L. Jackson to this yeah. day still. He pulls out performances. Out of, Kurt Russell, I mean, he pulls out performances of people. You can't believe him, dude. Yeah. Wow, is he awesome, dude. Keitel, forget about oh, it, dude. Man. He pulls out great performances, Buscemi, man. man. Wow. Madsen, dude. Forget He's about like, it. We deserve to die. <laughs> like, dang, dude. Kill Bill has... Some of the best bad. lines I've ever heard. Dude. Uh, with that said, Quentin Tarantino has some of the best dialogue I've ever heard. The guy... Ever. What's crazy is, after his politician hit like it did, everyone tried to write like him for a long time. It didn't work. But people tried, though. People made like... Smoking Aces, they tried hard. Dude, they tried so hard. Uh, two Days Down in the Valley. Everyone tried to be him for a I while. Things doing Denver where you're dead. Everyone wanted Maybe it. It was be. badass, but it's, you just, it's not Tarantino. You're, you're aping the master. He didn't even get uh, director credit for True Romance. He just wrote it, and it's but you can still hear yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, you can oh hear yeah. the, the Who cadence. Who um, Michael Mann. Tony Scott. Oh, the good Scott okay, brother. Yeah. Well, no, Ridley's awesome too. Ridley's okay until and Three came out. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, before we move on. Well, first of all, Uma's great. Uma. You great girl. When were you great, baby? You're 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 a great actress. You've been in some crap movies like my super rich girlfriend. I was just gonna say about that movie. where She's a damn. <laughs> then she like possess. Throw, a, throw a shark or something. David Arquette's the boyfriend. You oh, poor sap, dude. Um, oh, that's the second movie they did together. Yeah, look at that. Um, now, before we move on, we're talking about Patreon. Patreon for a second. With some uh, salt and a little bit of lime. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. Listen. If you go to patreon.com slash redrum theater, the <laughs> patreon.com slash redrum theater, spelled English spelling, of course, theater. Theatre. Um, Theatre. We have a thing where we ask our, our our patrons, people that love the show, listen to every week, give us a buck a month. Help us to pay the bills for this. this help me help you. Show me the money. <laughs> help me help you. <laughs> Had, I, I love had, black people! You had me at hello. You had me at hello. Do you know that Kenny Chesney married her because he thought she was like the girl in the movie and he like shortly after divorced her? You can't marry someone because like a character they play in a movie. I understand that. He did not. Did yes. he, say, he, he admitted that? Yes. She like tried to go on tour with them and stuff and he, they, he like kicked her to the car, man. Because <laughs> he wrote a song, I think, called You Had Me at Hello. Oh, my god. Oh, yeah, what a dumbass. (laughs) That's why you sing country music. Um, (laughs) Bing. (laughs) So, um, patreon.com. Here's what we do. People that love the show, listen to it every, every month, give us a buck a month. And the more people that help, we have, like, different goals we try to reach, different, like, um, levels. And once people give certain levels, we, bring, we, get, we make the show better, we give you more content, we do all that stuff for you. And we've been asking guys, you know, we had a couple new uh, givers this month, which is thank you so much. Um, we want to give a shout-out to a guy named Travis P. He's he going to give us a dollar a month, and he gave, I asked him his favorite movies, and he told us, listen, he's got good good list. Here's his favorite movies. This guy says, National Lampoon's Vacation, okay, classic American solid, comedy. Solid. Jaws, Solid. one of the greatest horror films of all time, and oh brother, art thou? You can't go that's wrong with the there. Coen Brothers. That's up there, bro. Dude, Clooney to Taroli, kill that movie, Goodman. Goodman. Dude, oh brother, my kids started watching; it, they liked it. Like, dad, this movie's cool. And my kids are too young to get all this. So oh man, that's like, how badass, dude! Play, it's oh. it's funny. It's what is it based on? The Odyssey, Odyssey by Homer. Yeah. Which is that's some deep, deep stuff, bullshit, dude. The Cyclops and Dude, the, the sirens. of the sirens scene actually was scary to me? Whoa. Yeah. The flood. No, the sirens. The girls singing. Oh, when the girls are walking and singing. No, no, no. The the they think they think they girls, the they think that the girls turn him into horny toad. Those girls are just like doing their like they're Oh, like, they're doing the laundry. Yeah, what, all, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, they're all like like really oh, sultry. And they're all falling and, in love and, yeah, Dude, yeah. they're just like. And they fall, like, they all lay down there, touching their heads and stuff, dude. In the book, honestly, the, there's the sirens are these mermaids that sing, and sailors they look in the water, the mermaids will grab them and eat them. So that oh, the movie does. Oh, so they make it a hurry to it. But um, but if you want to give a dollar a month, that would help the show. We want to get to hundred dollars. Like a dollar an hour. Month. We want to get to hundred dollars a month. When we get to hundred dollars a month, we do two things. One, we release our brand new teacher design, which is going to be off the chain. Mm-hmm. And we also are going to twice monthly. You are going to get double the red rum for giving a buck a month. So I'm going to ask you, give a buck a month. A buck doesn't buy us to get coffee at Starbucks. Just go to patreon.com slash redrumtheater and hook it up. One dollar. Uno Dolores once a month. You can't get shit for a dollar anymore. Nothing. Except for two episodes a month. Help. I mean, if 50 of you, there are we are up to 700 Downloads an episode. Damn, 700? If in 50 of you give a buck, we make it to a hundo. A buck. Come on, you cheap asses. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, every month I about these movies, raise this right, raise this wrong. Today, only raise this right. I guarantee I can find a raise this wrong on this. Well, there, there is stuff in here, but the stuff, that lessons I took from it were positive lessons I took from it. It didn't like. It didn't like mess me up. I don't think. Listen, the whole Rappaport spiel <laughs> is me in my fucking love life being wrong. <laughs> but you're. I mean, you're out there still. Maybe I'm wrong. What's my girlfriend's name? <laughs> How long was my last one? <laughs> Dumb. Oh, so so here it is. For me, there's a line in this movie that changed my life. I'm not kidding you. It changed my life. There's a port. <laughs> he buys, he buys, so what does Dylan say? He goes, he goes, <laughs> he buys her a ring in it's champagne color. It's brown. Can't say this. And he goes, he goes, well, he be goes. Be careful. He goes, what does he say? He goes, Diamonds are colorless. You, you buy a colored stone <laughs> for a girl you ain't even dating. You're eating meatball sandwiches again, dude. I mean, just gives him the business. And the scene where he gives her the stinking, where he gives her the ring, like it's he goes to her, he go, he goes to the her restaurant where she's working, mm-hmm. and just says, "Give it, just just this. The just, best is the boss is yelling at them both because they all know each other, dude. She's like, "It's her. She started it." Like he's an infant. It's like he tries to. Marry, she doesn't want. She's like, he just. Not, he's she's not, actually a badass actress too. She's she's in Goonies. Yes! She's also in that damn movie about uh, the tennis player, but it's not about a tennis player. Billie Jean. <laughs> also in Parenthood! Keanu Reeves' girlfriend! Yes, dude! She's good, dude. One um, of the moms looking at the picture, she's like, look at this one! Oh! I need this one for my wallet! <laughs> I love that girl, dude. She's great in it, dude. Um, but, so, they go outside, and she goes, only when faced with losing me do you decide you want them the rest of your life with me. And he says, this great line he goes, well, isn't that how one comes to a decision? She goes, wrong oh, again, Paul. She goes, you make a decision based on what you want, not based on what you don't want. Damn. And that line changed my life. I think my life, how many times I dated someone because I didn't want to be alone or I didn't want them to leave. Like, you've heard of the stories, right? Where someone has a friend and the friend gives ultimatum. Like, listen, we hang out too much, either we got a date or stop hanging out so much. So you date because you don't want the friendship to end. That's not a good reason to date someone. I ain't never got that ultimatum. Well, the that's, 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 the, that's the Bible school. Thing that happens a lot no apparently. Shit, dude. Um shit, But that, I used to make decisions a lot based on what I didn't want. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be, I don't want to not hang out with you all the time. So I always would make decisions based on what I didn't want. I don't want this to end. And so that, was a terrible way. I don't want to hurt this person, so I'll, I'll I won't I won't break up with them. I mean crazy stuff, right? And when she says that, you make decisions based on what you do want. You gotta know what you want. No. How many people do we know stay in things because they don't want to they don't want to leave. They don't want to change. They just let momentum carry them forward. This one line changed the way I view relationships, changed the way I view dating. And I make the decisions now based on what I want, not what I don't want. And that's a hard thing. When I was leaving Waterford, I was trying to figure it all out. You know, I was talking to my, my boy, the Grand Arzman down in uh, Chicago, my millionaire buddy. He's wise beyond his dollars. He, <laughs> I um, hey, he's flying down to the town in a few weeks. Um, tell him Fly in town this weekend so we can see my band play. It's the last time we played for two months. I'm going to tell him. Tell him. He's f***ing rich. He can make it. Okay. So, I'm trying to t- figure out, like, 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 so I just try to figure out, like, man, I don't want to be mad. I don't want this. I don't want that. What up there? And he goes, hey, hey, hold on. He goes, Ernesto, you're worried about what they think and how they feel. What do you want, man? He's like, what do you want? You're worried about. All everyone's motives, what everyone's gonna think about you. What, do what you... ain't no country I ever heard of? <laughs> what do you actually want? And I'm like, I haven't even thought about that. Dying. What do I really want? And I thought about it. I'm like, I wanna do this. I can't do that here. Oh, and I was shit. out. <laughs> Mark, come get a drink with me, motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. Um, Does Mark listen? I don't know i ask me. I bet those. he can afford $50 a month. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this one line I make decisions based on what I want, not what I don't want. Dang it. Um, you got your way, So, there it is. All right, now I got one too. And yours is bad to the bone, Man, Tony. bad at a bitch. So, he's crushing. Will, An Will, Willie crushing C. Crushing hard. Dude, Portman. big time. And no, look, here's the what's funny is Mo tells all the guys he's crushing out of, oh, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, fucking Mo. That's so funny. He's like, <laughs> it was he calling? Jerry Lee Lewis. He's <laughs> like, <Woody laughs> oh, shit. You know, Jerry Lewis lost his music career because he married his 13 year old cousin. That's bullshit because Woody Allen's still doing movies. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but a he, boom. Here, take this for the Crest. <laughs> As you come up with some funny shit, dude. Oh, dude. But, uh, so, he's crushing on this girl. He's She's way younger. We'll see. How many years? I mean, 29 to 13. 16 years. Dude, that's crazy. 16 years. It's a long time. Dude, That's she's, she's not even a person yet, dude. She's, I know. So. And he's crushing. It's it's just weird, it's, stupid. It's weird. It, it, here's the thing. He sees the potential. He sees what she's going to be, What you, what she's already becoming. But... She hasn't, her wit and her mind hasn't, you know... It's not developed yet. Her her Yeah, herself hasn't, it hasn't all caught up yet. She's a child. Listen, the man I was when I was 14 versus 20, I grew up... You changed. We grew up different than most, though. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, me being, at my age, being single, never really had a super serious relationship. Um... I am sometimes not like not tempted but you know attracted to girls that are like in their early twenties twenty twenty two yeah. twenty twenty one twenty two you know they and they're young, and I'm just like, well you know they're they're grown ups there you know and, but i'm thirty six so you gotta figure from twenty two to thirty six is some hard living hard me, growing twenty to twenty four were big time years of growing up, dude i mean. The life that I've lived, the things that I've done, I'm just now getting to a place where it's like, okay, I'm figuring this thing out, and you know, there, there's a you know, a couple of girls in particular that I'm just like, oh yeah, but they're,
1: they're so gonna, cool, they're gonna be
0: amazing, and they're so beautiful, and they're so funny, and they're so awesome, but then I start thinking like, I gotta remember where I was when I was their age, and if I was to reverse roles, Well, I was talking to some girl that was almost you know this mid thirties. It's such an unrealistic thing. So, in this movie, he tells Natalie Portman... Because all of a sudden, he thinks it's all in his head, and yeah, she drops bombs she on him! She puts it in the air. She's like... Uh, so then it becomes real. He's just like, if you fancy me a true, He's gotta, gotta wait. Sh- he's gotta shut it down. Because it becomes reality. It's not just a dumb little thing. And he tells her, listen, I can't be... Your Pooh, and you can't be my Christopher, Christopher Robin. Robin. She's like, what are so you what talking? what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, Winnie the Pooh. Christopher Robin outgrew Winnie the Pooh, and that's how the story ends. Winnie the Pooh is like him. his childhood, like bringing him gr- growing him growing up. And when he matured, didn't need it when anymore. When he matures, he didn't need Winnie the Pooh no more. And with with Natalie Portman. She's looking at him like he's this thing that's helping her, you know, move along in life. There's going to come a point where he's just not what she needs anymore. He's out. You know, he's 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 out. War is welcome, pretty much. She's gonna have all these, you know, friends, all these things. She's gonna grow up. And she's gonna live this, this life. And she's gonna meet people. He's already lived all that right. life. She's gonna meet people that are just potential. What is she, well, she gonna to want to hang out with? His old ass, goofy, friend. exactly, beer drinking, stinking, swearing friends. I mean, these all his friends are stupid anyway. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, we know who your friends are. And he's like, oh, they're more acquaintances. Because <laughs> he's like embarrassed about his friends. I mean, when I think about, I mean, there's he, co- he, he just said he goes. I'm too old to be someone's poo. Yeah, th- and that's me. I'm too old to be someone's shit. <laughs> no, but I'm, there's there's two girls in particular that I'm thinking in my head, and it and it's like, man, that they would be perfect. And then I start then with this analogy. I'm like, damn, like they'd hate me. <laughs> like, if, if there's no room for me when they become an adult, because I'm supposed to be an adult. I mean, I'm closer to some certain people's being a friend of their dad's than being their, you know, boyfriend. So that analogy really hit me because it's like, dude, you really have to think about reality and how that works. I had a girlfriend and a beautiful girl. She was amazing. But she had never had a boyfriend before. And I was her first boyfriend. And she wasn't, I I think she was eight years younger. Which is still something. Yeah, hell yeah, it's something. But I remember telling her like, she would ask me, well, did you, have you ever done this? Have you done this? What's the craziest stuff you've ever done? And I would tell her "You know, these funny stories of things that I've done when I was older than them, but they are still younger. Okay. You know? And they'd be like, I can't believe you did that. How could you do this? I can't believe. I'm just like, damn, Gina. Like, if you have a problem with something that I did back in the day, that's your problem, not mine. Because they haven't got to that adulthood yet and had to make certain decisions and had to do crazy shit. And part of the thing that makes me who I am is all the crazy shit that I've done and been through. And that helps me to become a better person because I know what that leads to. And you can't explain to somebody that isn't even old enough to have experiences like that why you had those experiences and why those experiences made you who you are now, which is why I'm so badass because all that crazy shit happened. They're not even old enough to understand what, why would you go that way to do that stuff so, the Winnie the Pooh reference is like real, real for me. Dude, it's, and it's, it's, the thing is, I remember once I was uh, in Texas. I was, I was, uh, man, what's, I don't know what city, I was, in. was maybe in Dallas? I don't know what city I was in. I think it was in Dallas. And I drove, did not, did not with a girl I knew. Going, I was going to grandma's house. I, and I drove down, stopped in Dallas. And there was like a, 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 a welcome home party for the girl I was traveling with. So, all our friends came over. Some of her friends from church came over. She knew, like, were, like a whole, like, college age group came over, you know? So, it was like, like 15, 20 people there. I wake up, come out, everyone's there mingling. There's like, it's like a Bible study thing, you know, small group thing. And I'm just like meeting people, you know, whatever. And I'm, and I'm me. And you, I'm, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a very loud person. I, I, uh, I can be charism- charismatic if I want to. Like, like just a char- I can be a charming person if I want to. Mm-hmm. So I'm just turning it on. I'm just being, just being me, thinking out loud, doing the thing. And this girl, I don't know her name. She was just like, she thought I was like. The, the man. The man. Yeah. She was, like... In, Happens to me all the time, my friend. She thought, in that moment, you're the coolest girl I've ever seen in my life. And mm-hmm. I realized, man, you're, she's 18, I'm 21. And that's not... That's not. That ain't shit. It's not. But, but at the time though, I saw her, she was young 18. She was yeah. one of these homeschool, never... Like, just young in spirit. Young. And I, I probably want to be like, I could date this girl, she'd think I the coolest thing in the world, but I'm like, you know what? Like, she's going to learn I'm not what she thinks I am. Mm-hmm. I'm just a normal human. I'm not this superhero that, I, in, in one moment, I can look that way. But I'm not really that thing. I can't be witty and funny all stinking day long. Um, but dude, that poo line hit me, dude. I can't be someone's poo. Can't be someone's poo, dude. We need to make a. It's like John Cusack, Dayton, Katherine Jones. He, he He was just trying to beat me. He wasn't, mm-hmm. and it just. You just you, you, and he was miserable. 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 You can't try to beat it. I will tell you this. I would go back to this, and I always go back to the well, and I know I'm beating a dead horse with this, but I would rather be alone than be with the wrong person. Tony, because when you're with the wrong yes. person, life is shit, and then you really are somebody's poo. I tell people, okay, listen, the Bible says it not he, Marriage can be heaven or hell, dude. The Bible says it one It says one place he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Says somewhere else, it is better to dwell on the corner of a rooftop than to live in a house with a contentious woman. Damn. It's better to live on the corner of a roof than to be in there with her. Shoot. I'll uh, be on the roof smoking weed, <laughs> <by the way>. <laughs> 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 um, But uh, so raise this right. You make decisions based on what you do want, not on what you don't want. And two, don't, don't be a poo. be a poo face. Don't be a poo Ew, you stank-ass poo Now want well, I invite you to go to our Red Rum First that's a badass podcast, bro Dude, we're at 125 right now, holy no cow shit, Better Call Saul premieres tonight I'm going home to watch it, I'm going to be up for a minute Is that 11? Sure. It starts at 9, G, I'm taping it Oh, shoot <laughs> Well, we're old, so I say taping, but I'm DVR. I'm taping it dude. I'm taping it, dog. Dude, I was watching oh, this show. What was, that? what was the show that, that he was staying home for the reunion to watch? I oh. can't remember. Rich Man, Poor Man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I uh, saw this guy. You gotta watch it with all the commercials and everything, just like everybody, everybody else. else. <laughs> Ooh, you got a good point. <laughs> Dude, um, there was a guy. It, it, 364 days a year I do dick. <laughs> Um, this guy was like this conservative guy thought technology was evil, so he wouldn't watch YouTube. So he put it on a VHS to so make this. So he's like, "Okay, I'll watch it then." Ah. <laughs> it was, I laughed; it was pretty funny. Um, but if you want to look at our T-shirts, our coffee mugs, all the our shower curtains, whatever you want to look you at, got a shower curtain, you can go. You put our designs on whatever you want in the store. Can you make a dang Gina shower curtain? Yes. <gasps> 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 <laughs> 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 This is why I'm single, ladies. <laughs> Imagine a girl walking in and seeing my bathroom. Dang, Gina, all over. <laughs> I'll have the dang, Gina uh, center just right to where you don't see my private parts. You see dang, Gina. <laughs> remember, uh, remember when you used to have those, like, f- those fuzzy bath or uh, toilet covers? And you used to be, be did you used to have like plastic? Like, like... <laughs> I got one on my toilet seat, bro. No, you don't. I do. I got a black one on the toilet The seat. fuzzy thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know what it always reminds me of? What? Well, Mr. Toilet Monster. Give me your poop with your pee-pee. <laughs> I'm going to bite your tissue off. <laughs> I should put fake eyeballs on the tank, dude. <laughs> Instead of Mr. Cherry, <coughs> it's Mr. Toilet. <laughs> You're the Toilet Monster. <laughs> it does look like Cherry from Pee-wee, dude. But, uh, so, you get the Dane Gina t-shirt, Red Room, Red Room, Red Room Theater t-shirt. We're going to have a few new t-shirt designs. Again, we do 100 bucks. We'll release a brand new design. bucks, tonne. $100 a month. So give it a dollar. So the, the, the website is redrum.threadless.com. Redrum.threadless.com. Damn. Our designs are there. Our colored t shirts are there. Shower curtains, stinking. All kinds of crazy stuff. All their purchase and just represent. I wear my Dang Gina shirt all the time, get massive love, dude. I was at Home Depot this week. Guy was like, sweet shirt, dude. Wearing a Dang Gina t shirt. It gets me all kinds of compliments, dude. So get a Dang Gina shirt today. So because you guys are so awesome, and we have $50 a month, which is awesome for the podcast. We allow to do advertising, grow the podcast, it's great. We're both putting a movie up, and you guys, as the our, our, our people, our patrons, get to vote for which movie wins. So Tony, what movie are you nominating for this month? Okay. If you've seen it, you know, don't let the book judge the cover or whatever... Yeah, the name, the title is crazy as shit. <laughs> so I Married an Axe Murder is one of the funniest movies ever. It's so funny and it's so good, and it's kind of a dark love story. Yes, it is. That's my pick, dude. Mike Myers, people forget. I mean, he's used to amazing. be the... amazing. There was a time he ruled the '90s. He kind of was the man. He's the man, dude. Are you kidding me? Okay, so against So I Married an Axe Murder, my pick for the month. Is Encino Man? I actually watched some Brandon Fraser movies lately, and he never really took off. His Best movie was The Mummy, besides. But yeah, Mummy One was awesome. It was he was great in it. But I'm going some old school Pauly Shore Encino Man. So we will put the vote up today. Make your pick, and we will either watch this week, so Murder and Axe Murder or Encino Man. The choice is yours. Now you listen to the podcast in the iTunes Podcast Store on Android on the Stitcher app. Uh, you can subscribe. Please subscribe to those shows. It helps our our feed. Um, And also, if you subscribe to the show on iTunes or Stitcher, every time the episode goes out, it'll automatically post to your stinking podcast provider, which is awesome. You can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash redrumtheater or on Twitter at redrumtheater. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Rum Theater.